Hey folks, good afternoon, good evening. The weather outside is frightful, but it's not right here right now because number 218 is dropping with Chad Prather. Chad, welcome What's to up, Oscar brother? Life Radio. Hey man, it is good to be with you. Good to see you as well. How uh, How's everything going where you are? Well, it's it's about 18 inches of snow on the ground, nice and cold. It's great. It's great. So I'm excited to be talking to you and, you know, learned a whole lot about you. I've been actually watching your videos for years, even though I'm not really a country fan, you know, it's a different story, but I do like to laugh. And maybe you can help me out with this, Chad, is people don't understand how us military guys use humor to just deal with life. If you can yeah. laugh at life, man, you can get through anything. And it just seems like we as Americans have forgotten that you can laugh at stuff, not get your feelings hurt, and just move on with life. So I'm just, can you share some truth with us on that? Yeah, you know, um, you have to laugh to keep from crying, right? Uh, <laughs> what I've learned is that, you know, my philosophy is if you take a little bit of common sense and wrap it in humor, it makes it an easier pill to swallow, right? It common makes sense. it something... It's, it's a whole lot easier sense. and and you just take that stuff and, and you just run with it and put it out there, let people chuckle a little bit, but then, then they think back on it. It helps people remember what you said, but also they, they see the point that's in there. And uh, the beauty of that whole thing is uh, the beauty of that whole thing is that people come away thinking. And that's one of the things we've lost these days is our ability to critically think. Um, you know, we just, we just swallow up information like pablum and it's just not a good thing. So what I encourage people to do is rather than get lost in the craziness and the chaos that's our world today is step back, realize you only have one life to live, laugh at yourself first, and then make fun of everybody unapologetically. That's the way I look at these things, right? I mean, you understand that coming from a military background. You know, and especially men, we love to rib each other, give each other a hard time. We talk about each other. And these days, people have gotten so soft-shelled and thin-skinned oh that it's gotten difficult to do that. So I say, you know what? Uh, have at it, man. Let's let's have some fun with life. Well, well, I mean, you know, I'm getting my my proverbial balls busted, you know, the other day by this guy and, and, and this other friend of mine who's not military is like, you know, he was really mean to you. You just stood there and took it. I'm like, no, man, he's just... We're just saying hello to each other. It's just the way it goes. It's not a big yeah. deal. I've been made fun of before. But, you know, the reason I kind of, you know, wanted to pick your brain about that a little bit is not only just in the general course of life, but for a lot of veterans um, and Americans, you know, laughter really is the best medicine. And I'm just curious, you know, how did you start embracing humor, not only as, as, as a way to do things, but also as a life. It's just a very interesting uh, story when I started learning about you. You know, for me, I, uh, I made a living for a lot of years going out and speaking to organizations, uh, a, a lot of um, things that benefited different charities and things like that. And people would have me in. I was kind of that motivational guy that made people laugh. And it, the wit just kind of came natural to me. And so then they would come back. They would, they would have me back the following year. And they didn't care if I motivated them as long as I made them laugh. Right. <laughs> and so and so I just kind of I looked at that and I said, I might as well capitalize on my strengths and, and learn that the that laughter is, to use a phrase, it is the best medicine um, and people need more of it. And uh, I, I'm pretty I'm a pretty thick skinned guy. I kind of laugh at the, the, the Internet trolls. I laugh at the people who come at you, the people who insult you, the people that are 
jealous. You know, I learned a long time ago that people want to bring you down to their level of mediocrity. Uh, that people, people are challenged by any success that they don't have, and they want to try to point out people's flaws. And I love that because I'm the first one to insult myself. I'm the first one to self-deprecate. And I encourage people, man, get out there and toughen up. We have cancel culture these days. Oh. It, we have political correctness, which is straight out of the pit of hell, as far as I'm concerned. It's the dumbest thing in the world. We have, uh, we have people who are offended by everything, people who don't know what their pronouns are. They don't know if they got a wiener or a vagina. These are, this, these are the insane times we're living in, man. And so I encourage people, hey, just learn to laugh at yourself and, and let's move on with it. Well, just from a, com- a comedic uh, perspective, I mean, the guys like Sam Kennison and Andrew Dice Clay and even Eddie Murphy they wouldn't survive today. They wouldn't be able to make it today. And not that you're in that line of comedy, but hasn't comedy really been affected by people's, you know, ability or inability to just laugh at themselves? Yeah. Well, I started a, I started a line of apparel along with my message that's called Unapologetic Patriot. And I always tell people I'm not apologizing. Uh, you see these comedians that go on these apology tours because they made a joke on Twitter or something seven or 10 years ago. And I'm like, quit apologizing because that's an admission of guilt. You know, you see all these guys who do it. And I always say, I don't care if you're gay, straight, black, white, fat, skinny, uh, male, female. I don't care. We're going to make fun of everybody. If I can make fun of myself, I can make fun of you. Mocking is part of the job description, right? In comedy. So what I've seen is you have some people who are, they're kind of grandfathered in. You take those people who have uh, who have uh, gone out there and made a living with that type of comedy for years. If they've done that before the cancel culture started, well, then it's okay for you to do that these days. It's like they get a they get a free pass. But these guys now want to change. You know, you have Eddie Murphy who's going to do a new special, and he says, "I'm just scared to go out there." You know, he didn't say scared, but he said, "I'm nervous to go out there and do a new show." Cause I have to do it differently. And now he goes back and apologizes for his old comedy bits like raw and things like that, to which I say, get out there and go be funny, make people laugh. And it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, shoot political correctness right in the face and, uh, and, and have at it because people haven't changed. It's just, they've gotten, they, people are still people on the inside. We still have the same sense of humor. It's just, we've been taught. We've actually been brainwashed to be political correct and to be easily uh, offended by these things. And so those, those are the things that I say, hey, we got to move on from that and uh, just go out and be funny. Well, speaking of moving, I mean, because it seems like you are definitely Oscar Mike, you're on the move all the time. What yeah. is it like trying to tour and, and do your show in this COVID-19 timeframe? It doesn't seem to be bothering you that much to be, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, we've had to change the way we do business. And, and a lot of guys, I, I have a lot of pretty well-known comedians that have reached out to me and asked the same question, you know, how are you doing what you're doing? And I said, guys, we had, we had to change course. Uh, we were doing these big theaters. We'd go into a city, we'd do one night, and then we were on to the next city the next night. Now we go into the city and, you know, a certain location, and we'll spend four nights there doing shows. We might do six, seven shows in the same city uh, because – People want to social distance. They want to reduce capacity. And the beauty of what we do is rather than going into theaters, now we can go into comedy clubs, which are actually restaurants, and they can open up. And so we said, where can we go? And when they said we could do that, we just changed the course of the ship and said, hey, we're willing to be uh, a little more pliable to the situation. 
you know, you, you got to play the cards that are dealt. And 2020 has definitely dealt us some weird cards this year. So it's been good for us. You know, we've been in, we've been in about 21 states in the last 25 weeks. Oh, wow. Um, we've been all over, man. And people are so hungry to get out and have fun again and just feel normal. It's been incredible the amount of support uh, that we've gotten over the, well, in the last six months. Uh, it's been fantastic. Folks, I'm talking with Chad Prather, uh, comedian. You can catch him on YouTube and everywhere, and it's just good to have him on Oscar Mike Radio. Today's December 17th. Chad, you know, as you go and close down 2020, I mean, how is 2021 going to, you know, impact you at all, or are you just going to keep rolling the way you are now? Well, we're making some changes. Um, you know, I think everybody has to. We're going to see uh, how much we're on the road in 21. We have a lot of other business things that we're doing. Uh, I mean, look, we're, we're in the entertainment business, right? I'm sitting here in the, I'm outside my studio at Blaze TV where we filmed the Chad Prather show. We're on Mondays through Thursdays uh, every night at, at 7 Eastern. And we're on Blaze, we're on YouTube, we're all over social media. So we come out and we, you know, we come out and we look at all these different ways to be able to use all the platforms to communicate to everybody. And one of those things is through our website, watchchad.com. And when, you know, when we look at 21, we know that things really aren't going to change just because the calendar changes. Um, we'll see what happens if Biden is, is, is inaugurated. We'll see what happens with all of that stuff. You know, if there's a hundred day mask mandate or if that's going to go any longer, we don't know. We're just trying to be fluid. And at 48 years old, it's hard to be fluid, man. You, you get a little set in your ways. You know what I'm saying? Things are stiffer so, at 48. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're sitting here trying to, to be as, as malleable as possible. Uh, honestly, you know, I would like to travel a little less and let it be a little more strategic in 21. Hopefully we can get back to that. But we'll see. I just love people, man. I'm an extrovert. I like to be around people. I like to have fun with them. And uh, God's been good to us. And, and we're just going to go out there and keep encouraging people the best way we know how. I'm looking forward to 21. Awesome. So two things. Um, you know, you almost could have been a Marine, Chad, because the way <laughs> you're, you're, you're adjusting and being simper gumby is what, what we like to say. It, you can change. You can adapt. You can overcome. It's, it's like refreshing to see a civilian doing this. It really yeah. is. And, and so uh, keeping to the military, you know, a lot of my brothers and sisters are struggling right now. A lot of us in the military aren't extroverts. We, we don't do well in crowds of people. And, you know, we don't really know how to socialize with civilians. Yeah. And, and, and so how does comedy, I mean, for us, that dark comedy helps us out. But how does comedy, not just for military people, but for, you know, people in general, might be self-explanatory. How does that help out in this time when people are closed off and they're not connected and they can't laugh together at the same joke? Yeah. You know, how does your work feel to you when you see people enjoying what you're doing? Well, you know, I, I'm a, I, I consider myself a veterans advocate. You know, I do a lot with a lot of organizations, a lot of, um, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of folks that work with the veteran community and also the active duty community. And let's face it. Um, everybody that I talk to, the men and women that have been in, in armed services, they, they, they love that sense of camaraderie. They love that sense of community and people are made for that, right? Everybody that you say, you know, the proverbial, thank you for your service. They all say, look, we'll do it again. We, we'd love to do it again. In fact, we miss doing that because you had that, you knew that brother had your back. And, and that's what I think people are missing right now in 2020. Uh, when you're, when you're forcing people to distance, 
when you're shutting down counseling services and you have those out there with PTS, when you're shutting down the opportunity for people to congregate and come together and get the help that they need, you're isolating people. And I think that's one of the worst things you can do for people who are accustomed to the vet community uh, and accustomed to being part of a group and a, com and, a, and a platoon and being part of a troop. That's a hard thing for a lot of people. And it's really, we're seeing... We're seeing everything from, from suicide rates to depression rates go through the roof. People can't oh. get the counseling they need. People don't want to do counseling over a Zoom call. You know, that, especially the, the, the vet community. They don't want to do that. So, so we're harming people. You know, that's the biggest symptom I see of this coronavirus is, is it's killing people, but not the way that we expected. And uh, one of the ones that are that some of the folks that are suffering the worst is the vet community. So I'm praying for them daily and, and doing everything that I can support them. And the best way I know to do that is, is just try to help people laugh and, and put a smile on their face and challenge people a little bit. And, and hopefully it helps um, because this is a weird time we're living in for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I know our time is getting short, but you know, I think, I think you hit it on the head. It's getting people to laugh and being able to laugh. You don't have to get all butthurt in, in your feelings, you know, on, on a, on a tightrope, just, just roll with it a little bit. So you're a week out from Christmas. I, I hope yeah. everything uh, works out for you in terms of your touring. I see you have some tour dates in 2021. Excited to see how that goes. Um, speaking of Christmas, anything on Chad's Christmas list that we need to know about? Man, I, <laughs> peace on earth, right? Uh, no, I, I hope people can enjoy Christmas. Uh, I'm, I'm one, you know, a good friend of mine, uh, Larry Alex Taunton, he's a historian and a communicator and a great debater. Uh, he, he's an incredible author. He and I uh, have teamed up together and we've kind of been pushing this hashtag called lock, hashtag lockdown holiday, where we take a holiday from the lockdowns. And so in these places where they're saying no more gatherings than 10 people or don't have all of your family over, we say, no, screw that. People need to get together with their families this holiday season. So I pray that people do. That's my wish is that people... Um, who have isolated themselves or felt like they've been forced to. I mean, be smart, use common sense. Don't get me wrong. This is an infectious disease and it does affect people in different ways, especially if you have pre-existing conditions or comorbidities. But I encourage people to get together and celebrate Christmas. I mean, if that's a part of your faith, celebrate Christmas. Uh, something cringes in me when people say the happy holidays thing. Oh. I'm not offended by it. I don't care. But, but just if you celebrate Christmas, by God, celebrate Christmas. And I hope people can do that this year. Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, again, this is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. I'm joined by Chad Prather. Sorry, I got that wrong earlier. No, and and uh, comedian, uh, funny. I, I enjoy watching your show on YouTube and Blaze Media. You can find him everywhere on Facebook. And uh, just really want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk with me. Dude, I've had a blast. God bless you, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. And cut. All right. All right. I, yeah, I didn't know how uh, she said 15 minutes to want to keep to that. And I appreciate your time. Thank you, Thank brother. You so much. I appreciate you, man. Take care, buddy. Take care. See you, pal.